Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 234. Look at Acts chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. Let's read our passage. Saul agreed with putting him to death. On that day, a severe persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout the land of Judea and Samaria. Devout men buried Stephen and mourned deeply over him. Saul, however, was ravaging the church. He would enter house after house, drag off men and women, and put them in prison. Well, we just finished the episode of Stephen being arrested, taken before the Sanhedrin, and he went through the history of Israel with them and pointed out that the the people of God so often rebelled against God, particularly against the people that God had sent as leaders, prophets, or even deliverers. And then he accused them of disobeying God, actually turning against God by killing the Messiah. That's where they went berserk and dragged him out of the temple area. He was taken out of the city and killed. We saw a man named Saul there. Back in uh, chapter 7, verse 58, they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. So now we see Saul again here in chapter 8, verse 1. Saul agreed with putting him to death. So Saul, we, we know, will become known as Paul. We know he's from Tarsus. We know... He is, uh, well, he's very well versed in the Jewish religion. He is a Pharisee. We know he was, uh, he studied under the the tutelage of Gamaliel, who we saw earlier, who uh, suggested that they not raise up their hands against the uh, apostles, because if it was not of God, it would die out on its own. So even though Saul studied under Gamaliel, he has a different view than Gamaliel. Gamaliel said, if God's not behind it, it won't last. Saul says, we need to stamp this thing out. Because he recognizes the incompatibility of Christianity and Judaism. Even though Christianity is based on Judaism, Judaism had turned into a religion of following rules And Judaism pointed to the Messiah. So when the Messiah has come, it needs to move and follow the Messiah. But they said, no, we're not going there. And Saul recognizes this incompatibility. That was what Stephen was highlighting, the incompatibility of where the Jewish leaders were and where God was going. So Saul says this needs to be stamped out and needs to be stamped out now. So Saul agreed with putting Stephen to death. Now we know Saul was from Tarsus. He may have been part of the uh, synagogue of Hellenists where the uh, initial problem began with Stephen. We don't know. That's conjecture. Another conjecture here with this phrase Saul agreed with putting him to death. Well, of course he agreed. What what makes this statement? Some are saying just due to the construction of it, it, it may be hinting at Saul may have been the official herald uh, who brought out the death sentence. Uh, Saul was, was very well placed in the Jewish community, and perhaps he was an apprentice uh, working for the Sanhedrin, and he's the one who 
went out with Stephen and, and proclaimed the sentence of death from the Sanhedrin. It's unknown. That's all conjecture. But specifically says, Paul was on board with this. He was approving of the death sentence. Now we've seen a, a ramping up of persecution, of opposition. Initially it was Peter and John were arrested and they were warned, don't preach about Jesus anymore, and then released. And part of the reason that they didn't do any more was they were afraid of the people because Peter and John had healed the lame man and there was a lot of popular support for Peter and John. So the Sanhedrin didn't dare do anything to them because they were so popular. Well, the next time it's not just Peter and John, but all the apostles are arrested for preaching about Jesus. And this time they're flogged and released. Well, then Stephen the uh, opposition began in the synagogue. It wasn't at the temple. And then they brought him to the temple to stand trial. And at this point, there is public opposition. So no longer did the Sanhedrin feel constrained because of popular support. There's public support. In fact, it's a public mob that actually executes Stephen. So we continue in verse 1. On that day, a severe persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. So it, uh, when he says on that day, he probably means on that very day. If it's happened on Monday, well, then that means on Monday, the severe persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. It says, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout the land of Judea and Samaria. Now, does he mean every single person, or does he just mean a lot of people? Does he necessarily mean more the Hellenistic Jewish Christians? They're the ones who had brought Stephen before the Sanhedrin, and perhaps it was they who were uh, the ones in opposition. To It's hard to say, but the point is, uh, the majority of Christians left Jerusalem. Then verse 2, devout men buried Stephen and mourned deeply over him. Saul, however, was ravaging the church. He would enter house after house and drag off men and women and put them in prison. So just some points here. Uh, all except the apostles were scattered. The word here is diasporier, which literally means seed. And so you scatter seed. So the word means scattered like seed. But it's also where we get the, uh, the word diaspora when we refer to the scattered people. They are the diaspora, and it comes from this Greek word diaspora, meaning to scatter like seed. Now notice the flow of uh, this section here, verses 1 through 3, it has a severe persecution breaks out, then the burial of Stephen, then specifically the persecution from Saul. You would think it would be, well, Stephen's just been killed, then they bury him, then a persecution breaks out, then we see the, the persecution at the hands of Saul. I think Luke's very intentional here about this, where he began with on that day, showing there's no progression of time here. It was the persecution broke out immediately. As soon as they killed Stephen, it was like a open season on Christians. And so before Stephen's even buried, there starts to be a persecution. And people are hitting the road immediately. 
So there's a, it's a close time frame here. Immediately after the death of Stephen, there's a persecution for Christian people. Now notice we never saw really a tapering off of the signs and miracles. Is, um, is that still going on? Because often we say, gosh, if just there were some these signs and wonders that uh, they, we saw in the early church, then people would believe. Well, we see here there's been signs and wonders, and initially that gained favor with people, and that's why the Sanhedrin was afraid to act. But not too long goes by, and they've lost their fear of action, and people are no longer amazed with signs and wonders anymore. Uh, they're protecting their turf as far as the Jewish religion goes. So while we would think, oh, a sign, a wonder would be a pretty amazing thing and would really go a long way to help and spread the gospel, maybe momentarily, but people would quickly adapt to that and their ears would be closed to the gospel as if there were no signs and wonders. Point being, uh, where people really see the gospel at work is through our lives and how the gospel works in our lives. And as we live in close proximity to the people around us, and they see our faith. That's what draws them to faith, aside from the, the Holy Spirit himself drawing people to faith. So the, the challenge for us is to live our faith out loud and allow others to see it, and they will be drawn to faith too. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.